Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Empower to Empower Others. Grateful to be with you all on this evening to share, to share a relevant word with you. We are constantly appreciative for those who are following our show, sharing our show all across the world. We are so very grateful for you and that it allows us to be heard across the air, across the waters, and make a global kingdom impact, which is our desire. On today, I'd like to talk to you from the topic, Are You a Kingdom Leader? Are you a kingdom leader? Now, somebody hearing that first and foremost would say, well, Valerie, what do you mean a kingdom leader? I mean just that. When I say a kingdom leader, I'm not talking about a church leader, okay? A lot of times people will think that if you're referring to kingdom, you're only talking about church. But the kingdom is much bigger than the church. Hear me clear. The kingdom is much bigger than the church. There are several, several spheres of influences in the kingdom. Several spheres of influence in the kingdom. And I'm going to share those with you because I want you to understand um, exactly what we're talking about. The seven spheres of influence, when we are talking about the kingdom, looks at religion as one of them. It also looks at government. It looks at education. It looks at finance. It looks at science. It looks at entertainment and art. You you hear the difference already? You hear the difference? Most people just think that church is church, is church is church, and church is. But church is not just kingdom. Kingdom is much greater. It influences so so much more than just going to church. Oh, God, thank you. <laughs> I think back to um, Miles Monroe and some of the key teachings that he did uh, before transitioning, understanding uh, the kingdom and kingdom concepts and kingdom culture and all those different things. The kingdom is expansive. The church, however, generally focuses on what's taking place behind those four walls called kingdom. They call kingdom, but it's church. So again, I'm asking you, Are you a kingdom leader? And if you are, 
Are you then equipped to go through adversity to be that leader? We're grateful for those who are on the phone lines on this evening. If you have a question or comment, certainly press one. Grateful for those who are in the chat room. So scripture comes from Isaiah 30, verses 20 and 21, and it reads this way. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. But your eyes shall see your teachers. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. This is the way. Hear this. This is the way. Being a kingdom leader requires that you're able to go through a little tough stuff, a little adversity, uh-huh. a little adversity, a few afflictions. And we know the word of God lets us know that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But God, what? He delivers us out of them all. So you've got to be willing to go through some things. And right now we're living in a time where there is social rest everywhere. There, We're still dealing with COVID and the variants of that. And a lot of us are in process of being able to balance this level of adversity because we've been processed. We are being taught. We are being trained. We're be, we are being mentored. We're being advised. We're being conditioned to be able to manage this level of life with everything that it's offering. But what are you going to do when the fire gets hotter? What are you going to do when the temptations get greater? What are you going to do when the afflictions and the adversities are coming at, oh, God, okay, yeah, maybe I'm talking to me, are coming at a steady pace? We've been in church, you know, we, we have. And we've been processed in a quote-unquote church environment. And when I say church, I'm not talking about we as the vessel being the church. I'm talking about the traditional behind the four walls. We did that. We were conditioned to be religious. And don't think I'm knocking the church because I love going to fellowship. I love being in the space and place. But understanding that, that the kingdom is a much greater dimension and requires much more of a leader that I have to know and you have to know that you have to be processed beyond the church environment as a kingdom leader. Because what we're experiencing is that when we get outside the church, the social issues that we're facing, the the pandemics and things that we're facing, the wars and rumor of wars that we're facing, God is showing us that there's a greater need to process us as kingdom leaders. We need to be looking for our teacher. If you've not found your teacher, you need to be looking for your teacher. Not just in the experience, but those who have been able to withstand the adversity, withstand the pressures, and actually manage being a true leader. And that scripture again says, in a different translation, we've eaten the bread of adversity and drank the water of affliction. 
which is basically saying that we've had some rough times. And because we've managed those rough times, we're not going to be afraid to face what's coming next. See, a kingdom leader is not going to be afraid. They're going to embrace what's coming with confidence, with authority and power, and move through it. They're going to defend according to what the word of God saying, understanding that our destiny is still in God. Our purpose will still be fulfilled. And even in this, please understand that if you are in the process or if you are a kingdom leader, there are going to be times that you're feeling rejected. There are going to be times that you feel ostracized and criticized. There are going to be times where you feel as though you're being disenfranchised and even marginalized, but you cannot allow this to deter you from standing your ground as a kingdom leader. That's one thing that I've learned early in my journey. I got okay with being alone. I became okay with not having the support. I became okay with not getting the attaboys and the pats on the back. I became okay with that. I became okay with that because I still had vision. I was able to write the vision and make it plain and write it upon the tablets as Rebecca tells me to do. I could still be okay with all that I was confronted with because I was reminded of the word that God had a plan for me, an expected end for me, that he had a process for me to go through, to be able to stand and do what I should do today, to be the leader that he called me to be today. I didn't just have a dream. I put action to that dream and now seeing the manifestation of God's purpose in my life like never before. Why? I'm a kingdom leader. Lord, I thank you. And sometimes, yeah, I did. I wondered if I was going to make it. I did. Because there were days that the afflictions and the adversity were so great, I almost gave up. Ah, but God, thank you. God, I thank you that in those times when nobody was willing to lend to me, nobody was willing to support me, I knew that I had a relationship with God that was going to keep me. I knew that I had to push from within. I had to be my own cheerleader. I had to be guided by the Holy Spirit in every aspect of what I was doing. I had to believe in me the same way that I know that God was believing in me. And I began to process. Oh, God, thank you. I began to go through the process. And I can tell you that today, the process is paying off. And today, the process is getting better. It's getting better. It's getting better. Why? Because I trust God. I'm going to go back to the scripture because it, it really does speak This is a New King James Version that I copied it from, and it says, And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the waters of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore, but your eyes shall see your teachers. Are your eyes seeing your teachers today? Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way. 
walk in it. Are you hearing those things from your teacher? Are you in a space and place where you're being molded and groomed and prepared for legacy? Yeah, I said legacy. Because we're not just doing this for the moment. We're doing this in an effort to build kingdom legacy. We want to make a difference today, but we want that difference that we make today to be seen in our children and in our children's children and 10 generations behind that to understand that because we prepared ourselves, because we were able to manage the adversity and manage the afflictions and recognize our teachers and take heed to the instructions that we've been given, to know that this is the way, walk in it. When I turn to the right or when I turn to the left, I know that as I'm being led by the Spirit of God, that I am in process, process to become a kingdom leader. Oh, I'm in process of becoming, according to God's will, his plan and his purpose for my life. Oh, where's your priority today? Have you found that your priority resides behind four walls? Or does your priority lie in the fact that you're fulfilling God's plan in the kingdom? In the kingdom. Where is it? The kingdom means that you've got to understand kingdom concepts. You've got to understand kingdom philosophy. You've got to understand kingdom government, kingdom law, kingdom culture, kingdom society, kingdom citizenship, kingdom provision, kingdom worship, kingdom protocol, kingdom representation. And we do all of that, being a kingdom leader and understanding and applying the kingdom of heaven on earth. See, what we've done in growing in the quote-unquote church is that being religious pones the kingdom experience. God wants us. He desires each of us to live a kingdom life. He wants us to not only live it now, he wants us to be able to experience it in its fullness, to apply it to every aspect of our lives, and to enjoy living it with every promise, every privilege, and every benefit of heaven on earth. And that happens when you embrace being the kingdom leader that God has called you to be. Are you in the process of becoming? Are you a kingdom leader already that may be challenged today because you're dealing with some adversity and dealing with some affliction? If you're either one of them, today I want to say keep holding on. If you are that leader, that teacher, keep speaking the truth. Endure like a good soldier. Instruct the people, prepare the people to go through whatever it is that the days bring. If you are the student, 
and you're inclining your ear to hear what the teacher is saying, I say to you, stay focused. Stay focused. Your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. Your eyes shall see your teachers. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. Wherever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left, stay focused. Manage the adversity. Manage the afflictions. And be the kingdom leader that God has called you to be. I pray that this message has encouraged you today. I ask that you would continue praying for this ministry as we continue releasing the kingdom sound to those who have an ear to hear. We say love and blessings to each one of you. Until next week, be blessed.